Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Shoot! Remix. Radio. Fellow Americans. is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present. Let's just get that started together. Tell them who you are. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Sidra. you today on Life Remix Radio. We are having a good time. You know I said it yesterday. We're getting a couple days closer to Christmas. The weather is good. People are doing well. Everything is good. I hope everything in your neck of the woods is definitely on and popping in, in my neck of the woods. Uh, I'm going to you giving you an update on what I'm doing every day and cancer awareness and cancer awareness and uterine cancer awareness. I just want women to live. I want women to live happy and healthy lives. I want us to all prosper. And the men who support us and the men who who love us, I want them to be whole too. So I just thank you every day for tuning in. Today, I'm actually broadcasting from, I don't know if I could say the name of the place, a nice eatery <laughs> in Hoboken, New Jersey. Um, I sat this morning and had a conversation with women, and we talked about what I talk about all the time, our health, cancer awareness, um, raising awareness um, about our bodies and knowing what's going on. Uh, with our bodies, and I have to give a big shout-out to Marilyn Centron, who is um, the CEO of an amazing organization here in Jersey for women's health, reproductive health. Um, and part of our discussion, she wasn't at our discussion this morning, but just a big shout-out to her because she, she really is helping me a lot in the space of cancer awareness and awareness for women in our bodies. But the discussion this morning kind of circled around a little bit of the Stupak Amendment. I don't know how many of you are aware what's going on with that and this whole um, premise with this universal health care issue. But basically what's, going, what's happening is that in, in, the, in, in the bill that's being presented for universal health care or health care reform, there's a teeny-weeny clause that said no public money would be used to fund abortions. And although people are very passionate about how they feel on both sides, I really wanted to get into the hearts and minds of women and, and, and engage in a, in, a, in a frank discussion about it because, you know what, it still deals with our reproductive health. 
as long as it deals with reproductive health and what's going on with our moving parts, y'all could call me. I, I'm still there. But one thing we have to really look at is if we're talking about reproductive health, abortion and the abortion debate has to be factored into the conversation. Whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, it's the 800-pound gorilla in the room that we have to talk about. Now, I am a Christian, and based on my religious beliefs, it is my belief that I am against abortion. However, I do believe, because everybody in this country, this great country that we live in, does not believe what Zaida believes, and because we live in a free country and we are free will agents, I believe a woman has a right to choose what she wants to do with her body. So now based on that, that's, that's kind of how the conversation started out. And so now when we think about it, I really want us to look at should this allowance be put in overall health care or not. And before I have everybody jumping down my throat, no, I don't have the chat room open today because I'm doing a live broadcast from Hoboken, New Jersey. But um, I'll, be at, I'll have the chat room open tomorrow. Maybe we'll do a part two tomorrow. Um, but really think about it. Really think about is this, should this be part of overall health care? Now, those that are on, and based on the discussion this morning, those who are pro-life say no public money. They don't want their tax dollars going to pay for an abortion. And you know what? They feel every right, and they have every right to feel that way. But you know something? Even though you may not want to pay for an abortion, you're quasi-paying for the care of this child through your tax dollars if the mother does not have adequate care or does not have adequate resources to care for this child for the next 18 years. And then the people that are, are, you know, pro-choice, they're saying, you know what, it doesn't matter. We have a right to choose, and it should be an integral part of women's health. I'll tell you, I think it should be a part of women's health, no matter how you feel about it, because it's part of a woman's body and it's part of a woman's inner working. The discussion that we had this morning was very... um, I should say, on both sides, and I think it's something that churches should be talking about, even though the church, and I'm saying the church in quotes, um, probably feels that life should be preserved at every angle. Um, we're talking about women's health care, and the, and, the, and the bigger picture of women's health care affordable health care, and you can't really talk about women's health care without talking about total quality of life issues. So I share this with you all today with the hope that people in leadership in their respective neighborhoods, community leaders, grassroots organizers, look at this as a topic that can be discussed that they're looking at this as a catalyst for conversation because the fact of the matter is it needs to be talked about. And many of you know, you sent me texts and, you know, everybody, for the most part, you know my story. I am really passionate about cancer awareness because that's what my mom died from. She died from ovarian cancer. But you know what? There's such a direct correlation between breast cancer, ovarian cancer, and other reproductive cancers, how can we negate or leave out or omit the part of reproductive health as it relates to pregnancy, 
um, well baby care, um, pregnancy, you know, going to the doctor when you're pregnant, it all ties in. So I just think it's very, I think it's critically important that leaders and community leaders and those serving communities of women such as myself, that we really take a good hard look and engage in the conversation because this is law. There are people who are paid lobbyists. I know all of my listeners are sharp and you guys are all smart, but really start to look at what the lobbyists do and what their role is. If there is a clause, and especially as it relates to money, that they can sway our legislators to make in their favor, that's, that's in essence what lobbying is. And right now there are lobbyists right now pushing to reduce the cost of health care. And women are going to get the short end of the stick every single time. Please look up, look up, look up what is going on in Washington and how these health care and these insurance companies are lobbying our politicians to make these, um, what's the word? I can't think of it right now, draconian um, cuts in health care as it relates to our bodies. So now if they start to cut reproductive health and they start to cut out um, certain allowances and certain benefits of people that have health care and have health insurance, what about the ones who don't? And then on top of that, how can you already see how it starts to sway public opinion when these ambiguous reports are released and it says women don't need mammograms till the age of 50. This is nonsense. It is utter and complete nonsense. And if you listened to me yesterday, I read an article from the New Haven Register, courtesy of Tom Thicklin, who is definitely a friend to the show, where they're saying statistically, statistically, those numbers are not right. So, I mean, people, please, 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 please um, pay attention to your lobbyists. Pay attention to what's going on in Washington, because even if, you, if you're not really into politics, you need to find out what these lobbyists are doing and how it's ultimately going to affect you, your community, and in your neighborhood. And the discussion that we had this morning, you know, the discussion I had with this group of women this morning has been, has proven to be very, very rewarding. It was very enlightening, and it gives me an opportunity to, to see the faces, listen to the, to the stories, and really observe both sides of the coin. And I think before anybody, any woman can make a harsh judgment or a harsh decision, especially as it relates to the Tupac Amendment, you have to hear both sides of the argument. You ha- I believe, I can't say you have, I believe you have to factor in your own personal values of faith, which is incredibly important, which I did with mine, but as it relates to overall health and wellness of a woman's body, that's the key. That's what you really need to look at. And a lot of times these politicians, they use these divisive or quote-unquote wedge issues. I don't know for those of you who, who, who um, may just be starting to follow politics since Barack Obama was elected, they call these wedge issues, gay marriage, abortion, because those are really divisive issues that can separate people. And just imagine if all women were unified on the same front of I need good quality health and reproductive care, then what you may feel about abortion, what you may feel about pregnancy terminate, whatever it is. Just imagine if women became our own lobbying agent. Imagine if we started lobbying for ourselves in Washington. Imagine the quality of care we would receive. Then let the woman choose. But right now they put this issue of abortion, make it front and center, and what does it do? It separates us. 
which is the worst thing that can happen to us. Ladies, ladies, please, let's stand up and let's be unified and let's be united. Um, I, I encourage any woman to just get with their friends, have a conversation, and really share your thoughts, and, and we really start to become our own health advocates. What I'll do for tomorrow's show is I'll get you some links and I'll share with them, share you with them, share the links with you so you can start to see what's going on with the Stupak Amendment and how it actually affects our reproductive health because it's something that can't be ignored. Uh, and on that note, mm, I think, yeah, that, that's really what I wanted to get across today. I want to say one thing. Someone sent me a message from Twitter that I accidentally spammed you with a direct message. Um, just feel free to go to womenscanceralliance.org, and my personal information is there. Um, I apologize if you think I spammed you. The service was automated, um, so I didn't spam you. I'm so sorry about that. So if that's the person on Twitter, if you're listening, um, sorry about that. It's an automated service on Twitter. But um, other than that, remember that we shall pass through this world, but once any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you all for listening to Life Remix Radio weekdays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. It's your girl, Cy Brown, and I'll see you tomorrow at 12. Peace.